0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Just Some BS. The podcast with everything to gain and nothing to lose. A Triple P production. And
1: here's your host, Bryant Solorzano. Welcome everyone to the first ever Just Some BS. I am your host, Brian Solorzano. Uh, and I'm Bryant, maybe some of you recognize me as I have my friend here, Eddie Eddie, say hi
0: um,
1: Hello, hi everybody <laughs> In <and> podcast world <laughs> Podcast world And uh, this is my new show uh, You might recognize me, I've done a couple podcasts in the past Most notably, uh, this is the XFL show uh, We did that for a while uh, For obvious reasons, that's no longer around But that's neither here nor there Or it actually might be as we go through it all, but this show is just a little bit about me, and more about other things, it's just some BS, I being the BS in Brian Solorzano, uh, Eddie, I'm going to bring you in again real quick, because you brought me into podcasting, I want to say six years ago, you know, we do this other podcast called uh, Brainbuster Radio, every once in a while, which is a wrestling based podcast I have a lot of fun with, uh, so thank you for that sir, because without you, you know, I wouldn't be sitting here right now.
0: Uh, you know, I don't want to take all the credit, but I mean, since you're giving it out, I'll just take it. So, <laughs> you're welcome.
1: Never a shy man to take a uh, some appreciation from anyone that will, that's willing to give it to him. But I don't want to make this about, hey, this is Brian. Really, this show is going to be uh, interviews, different life experiences. We'll see how, where this goes, where this takes us. It's just some BS, uh, some being me, uh, mainly other things. So, We'll get cracking here, Alan. Uh, ooh, that, see, that's the old podcast to me. That's what I'm used to is working with Alan on This Is the XFL Show. Well, this podcast, this episode one, uh, is really going to focus, Eddie, on This Was the XFL Show. Something that I worked my ass off, I'm not going to lie, for two plus years to get that thing off the ground. Uh, unfortunately, right now, uh, it is no more. But I wanted to go through the timeline of it all and, and really just talk about... Uh, what went into that podcast and where we're at now uh, with the league? Uh, sound good, man? You're gonna, you're gonna sit back and relax and enjoy. You're a big fan of ours, I'm sure. Um, of that Show.
0: Uh, yeah, you're right, Vince. Uh, I mean, uh, Bryant, you're correct. Um, yeah, I'm just here. You know what? I'm I'm just here to listen. Just just pretend we're in the couch together and and you know, I'm just here to listen to to everything about the XFL. <laughs> well,
1: it's not everything about the XFL. We're just gonna talk about the XFL show. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this one is actually me called. This was the XFL show for episode one, and really what I wanted to talk about was the show, what it took to, for us to get it off the ground, how it got to where it got, uh, where it is now, what are the plans, uh, what we're going to do going forward, uh, and really it all started back in 2018. Vince McMahon sat in front of a podium, uh, behind in front of a green screen, and, and really talked about what. His plans were for the XFL, Uh, and that's where Alan jumped in. I'll give him all the credit in the world. Uh, It was his idea to kind of come in and create this show uh, with Jake and Vince initially. Uh, They brought me in a little bit later to talk about some West Coast cities, if I remember that correctly. Uh, And we kind of just took off. I mean, for a while there, we were talking about... We always joked about it on the show, Eddie. We said, we're talking about insurance. We're talking about Tommy Maddox. We really had nothing to talk about because there was really very little information going on. And then late June of 2018, I'm skipping forward here, uh, Oliver Luck was hired. And that is when kind of things started rolling. Uh, And then while I was on a vacation in Hawaii proposing to my now wife, Brianna, uh, the guys had Oliver Luck on the show. We worked directly with... Uh, the league on that epi- uh on that episode to get him on and i think from that moment in time uh we took off and, and it was a uh a lot of fun to talk to oliver like i didn't get to talk to him personally but the guys did and we got some information people were really um, on board with us i think even more so than they were before that and and the podcast kind of grew from that point on eddie because look we had the ceo commissioner of a professional football league not too many people can say that
0: yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, not a lot of people. I think the only time I've ever had a commissioner on anything was my fantasy football league. But, I mean, this does not come close at all. You're the commissioner of all the fantasy that's football
1: well. leagues you ever do.
0: Well, I mean, which is before, always weird. Before, our, our, before my first league got canceled. I'm not going to say why. I'm just saying it got canceled. But that's the only time I ever got to
1: talk to a commissioner. So, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> so, it was, it was such a shift for us at that point because we went from creating content that wasn't there really talking about whatever we could talk about So all of a sudden we had the league commissioner on and things were rolling. You know, cities came right after that. Uh, the, the city announcer really boosted our, 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 ratings, at least in terms of podcasts and downloads and things like that. We kept working with the league where we could, you know, Alan went to New York city for that big city reveal. Uh, when LA was announced, I was super excited. Uh, I started even going to some meet and greets, uh, and fan events. Eddie, you went with me. We're at a Buffalo Wild Wings with Heather uh, Brooks Carrots, the very first uh, meet and greet. Uh, I think what, Eddie? I always said there was a few, like a couple dozen. There was what, like eight, maybe, of us? How many uh, was there?
0: Yeah, it was
1: about like maybe
0: eight to ten people there. I mean, you got to be up and close with pretty much everybody that's running the LA XFL team.
1: Yeah, there, I mean, so Heather and Steve. Yeah, Heather and Steve were the only two people working for the office at the time. They were there. We sat with them, drank, had some beers, uh, watched some hockey, if I'm not mistaken, and and really just kind of, you know, chit-chatted about football and what we thought at the L.A. And they kind of really took what I had to say, at least, uh, to heart, I felt like. Uh, And then from that day on, I was really fortunate enough to make a pretty good relationship with the Wildcats. Heather specifically, I'll get into some other people there that I worked with as well, but going through... That experience. It was something that I never expected to have happen when starting that show, and and I really think that opened up some gates and some doors for us uh, moving forward, Uh, but it was... uh, Eddie was... You gotta remember, we drove how far? It was like a two-hour drive, I think, uh, in the middle of traffic. We went out there. I didn't know what to do. Uh, I didn't even know how to introduce myself. Uh, It was actually kind of funny, because I remember correctly, Heather said, oh yeah, I totally listen to you every single week. That was the one thing, I think, Eddie, that a lot of people... Um, don't know, is that most of the league used this is the XFL show when they went into to a job for the XFL. We were really one of the few that were going out there every single week constantly. Um, we never missed a week too. That's the other thing I want to say is every week we're out there, and I think league uh, uh, employees were listening to us to get ready for what they were about to get themselves into, uh, which is kind of a, a little pat on the back. I'll pat myself on the back for that one for what me, Alan, Vince, and Jake were able accomplish there. Because in reality, uh, wasn't our goal. I don't know if we ever really knew our goal going in, uh, but to get these types of appreciations right from the media relations staff, who was who's who got us all of her luck and and always worked with us and was always so gracious with whatever she could do, uh, I think. Being a part of the league, it felt like, from a very early time, really helped our momentum going forward um, and, and really helped us grow that show as much as we could. But uh, after those fan meet and greets, I want to say coaches were getting hired. Um, I had my wedding at some point, so then I was off to <laughs> uh, Grenada. Uh, very soon after that, I found that I was going to have a kid, so that, that was my life. Little glimpse into my craziness while I was trying to do this show all at the same time. Uh Eddie, I think you were the first one I told about my child, which was what, maybe June of two thousand nineteen. And at that moment in time yeah, working, what was that? You're working
0: pretty fast. You're yeah. working pretty fast. <laughs> let's do the social, let's get married two days later, let's have a baby.
1: And then I was like I went hey. Eddie, I went from engaged to father in less than eighteen months. It's pretty uh, remarkable how quickly that timeline went. Uh, right now the child is, is sleeping somewhere. Mommy is taking care of her. Uh thank you for that, wifey. Uh um, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too, friend. Uh but then uh so I was on my honeymoon, uh, figured I was having a baby, so that kind of changed my life. But then the show even ramped up even more. And I wanna say when it when it came to team names, uh when the team names were announced, it it gave, I want to say, um, life to the league. It gave something for fans to kind of cling to, to, to hang on to, and, and got the interest going. Uh, you know, we did some live YouTube shows at that point. Um, it was a lot of fun to interact with a lot of people. Uh, we we uh, went, I went, excuse me, to uh, Beverly Hills, Eddie, to talk to Winston Moss, Norm Chow, Heather Brooks-Carrots when the team name was revealed. They had a full spread too. It was like a big luncheon too. It was kind of nice. Um, really? Yeah, yeah they serving. Uh, it was like sandwiches and salads and stuff, kind of like a panera bread type thing. But it was still really good. They told me they gave me something I mean, to go home. They gave me to goes, to go packs, little, little to go bags too. I was I at Beverly movie. Hills
0: as well. Uh, well. I was I was at Beverly Hills as well, but I was looking for hillbillies. So Eddie, do you know the zip nine, code to Beverly Hills? Nine. One nine zero two one zero. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> t- I,
1: We might have to have you uh, participate a little bit more in this show, then, if you're going to come up with great stuff like that. But uh, team names was a big, t- big moment in time for the league and for the show because, like I said, it gave life to the league, gave interest to a lot of people. Uh, a lot of the team names weren't as favorite, favored, favored, favored favoritism. I don't know uh, to most uh, of the people in the league, but. Excuse me. To most of the fans, you know, people like to to criticize about whatever they can criticize about. But they were fine. Team names are good. And then after that, it was a draft, and the draft is kind of the moment that I want to talk about a little bit here in detail because uh, from the time team names were announced, which I want to say was October, no July, I'd have to go back and look at the timeline. But we got a okay. October October. The draft was in October. Yeah. That I remember. Yeah, in October. So when the, when the draft was about to happen, it was about two weeks before the draft, uh, we got an email. And we got an email from the league asking to talk. They just wanted to talk. And, 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 and we didn't know really what it really was going to be about, what, what, their, what their plan was. you know. But you know, we're going to chit-chat with the league about something. And so that kind of conversation turned slowly into, hey, what are your plans to do? What are your plans for the draft?" let us know so we can try to work together. And from that moment on, I think another door opened and we really worked in in unison with the league when it came to announcements um, uh, things of that nature the draft itself we covered in Stanford. Me and Alan flew, well I flew across the country to New York City uh, and then drove to Stanford. Eddie, Alan took a bus I think from Pittsburgh and You got to, you guys got to draft players. No, for we the didn't team? Dra- <laughs> no, I wanted to. I wanted. I asked if I could announce one player. They said no. Um, but we did. It, it, look, we went there not knowing what we were going to do. We we said, hey, we're going to try to cover the league. We're going to try to cover the draft. Give you know, give information as you as you can. And then quickly, because there were some dead times bef- between rounds and stuff, uh, we, we kind of came the intermission show, I guess at that point. We were trying to run a, a kind of a recap of a draft. We sat with Oliver Luck for 30, 40 minutes. Uh, one of the nicest men I've ever met in terms of just giving his time and, and, and energy. Uh, we sat with Jeffrey Pollack. We sat with, excuse me, we sat with Sam Schwartzstein, um, Doug, uh, Whaley, um, Eric Galco. We all sat, we, we sat with all these people. We had our own office. I mean, it was this big boardroom, Eddie kind of thing. It had a big old TV where we're watching the draft on. Uh, it was pretty insane. And, And they kind of gave us our own little page on their website at that point, too. Um, It it, kind of just grew into this thing that we had no idea that that was going to happen. But it was kind of exciting times. I was traveling the country covering football. Like, I mean, a lot of people can't. I mean, a lot of people can say that. But a lot of people dream of being able to do that. And I was very thankful that I was able to do that.
0: Yeah, that's true. A lot of people don't get to do it, especially to a brand new league. I
1: mean, it must have been extremely exciting. (laughs) <laughs> it was, and I didn't know what was going into all this, right? We I flew across the country not knowing what I was going to get myself into, right? I, but I took the chance. I wanted to be there. I had already made friends with Coach Moss, and, and you know, I had been in L.A. a lot to all this the summer showcase and to meet and greets with him, like I said, and, and I really, you know, kind of hit it off with him, not going to lie. But to go across the country was like a big milestone to me. I love New York City. I know, Eddie, you're not a huge fan of that place. But um,
0: (laughs) I don't get it. Where are you going? (laughs) Too many
1: people out there. You don't know where they're going. (laughs) Uh, It's because you went during the summer and you're just not used to that much movement during the summer. Uh, We'll get to that at some point one day. But uh, then, you know, after the draft, we got some information about mini camps, uh, where those were going to be. Those were all in the local team markets except for L.A. So I got to go to Vegas to cover – the LA's uh, mini camp there was able to break some news I think too about Sean Oakman when he got cut. Also had a little baby moon, so I kind of combined all that in there. I had a lot going on. 2019 was a hectic year for me, man. I'm telling you, it was, it was with the wedding, with baby coming, with the show, with just regular work. I mean, this is a lot of a lot of lot to have to do uh, in such a short period of time. <laughs> but somehow we made it through uh, mini camp when I was in Vegas. And then we get a call again from the XFL and asking us if we want to go to Houston for training camp. And that was kind of uh, even cooler because, I mean, I had like a full credential. Eddie, I was like able to get in and get out. I had uh, catering with the Wildcats. I drove one of their defense, their their defensive uh, coordinator Pepper Johnson, who only lasted a week, but I drove him uh, back to his hotel sat down, had a, had a, had a bite to eat with all them. It was, it was just an interesting time. And, and I was jumping around from training camps to training camps. I was, you know, up in a press box at the, at the, at the University of Houston stadium, uh, TDECU stadium there, uh, covering football again, just another kind of milestone for the show. We did a bunch of shows there live, uh, from the stadium. We did some videos, uh, on, on the field. I mean, that was Again, I was kind of just living the dream at that point. I didn't know what to expect. But at the same time, it was just a lot of fun to be able to go out there and actually um, kind of be really passionate about something, I guess. And me and Alan um, were able to do that. We, we went to another city doing something that we love. When we just started this, you know, on a whim, we didn't really have goals. I mean, we had goals, but we didn't have any like expectations of meeting those goals, expectations of what those goals could change into. And I think being in Houston, both Alan and I realized that we've kind of done something here that um, maybe we didn't expect, but you know, we had worked our asses off to get to that point. And, and it really felt kind of gratifying to have the league say, hey, we want you here. Come over here and help us build this brand. Yeah, true. Sure. Some good stuff going on, man. So then, uh, after training camp, uh, we hit episode 100, which was a huge milestone for the show. We're in full gear uh, towards uh, kickoff. Kickoff was a couple weeks after training camp was over. I think everything was kind of just moving uh, quickly uh, for the show. Uh, We were getting ready, and then uh, the baby came. Baby came, Eddie, the week of opening week in the XFL That was for me. So I wasn't able to actually travel to DC uh, for the home opener. I mean, for the league opener. Uh, Alan, Jake, and Vince were all able to get there and do that one. But once the league kicked off, it felt like such a, a time that felt so far. Like, it was almost unachievable. And then when we got there, it was just so gratifying to be like, look, we all put the work in. We all put a lot of time and effort into that show. And to see the league kind of succeed after that first weekend was a very gratifying feeling. It was very, um, not a teary at it and cry or anything like that, but it was just something that you like, you, you were like, I, I helped in some way, shape or form. I know I did uh, build this league. You know, at that point we were on their website, we were getting put on their weekly, you know, feed. The the league was promoting the show. It was just a lot of confirmation to me, at least that, what well, we had done, the league noticed, the league appreciated, and the league was ready to actually uh, put forth the effort that we had done as well. And, and they really did. After that opening weekend, you could see, you know, Alan and I went in and we started doing weekly, uh, bi-weekly, excuse me, shows at that point. We were doing two a week, which we had stayed consistently uh, for two and a half years, excuse me, two plus years, uh, one a week. And then we we're also doing these mini episodes every weekend after every single game so really when the season started, we were putting in, you know, 40 to 50 hours worth of work for this show, uh, you know, an hour show Eddie, at that point. Because then we started going on to YouTube, uh, which are all still there. If you want to go back and relive the league, you can. Uh, me and Alan and our mugs, uh, we started putting up YouTube shows. Um, you know, the graphics, all that stuff we kind of did ourselves. So it's just a lot of work. One hour, A one-hour episode could take, you know... 30 to 40 man hours behind the scenes. Uh, but it was fun. You know, I had a lot of fun doing it. I was spending time um, out of my day to really do something that I loved doing. And I think the XFL show um, was something that me and Alan both were very passionate about, very um, very willing to do. Uh, and we did. And, and it was a shame because, you know, after five weeks... The, there's no way to avoid it, right? It hit. The corona hit the entire world, uh, coronavirus that is, and and the league had to stop. And right before they stopped, uh, we were making plans to go to Houston. We had just come back from St. Louis. Alan and I were there for that home opener, which was amazing. The St. Louis fans uh, were hands down some of the nicest fans. And you and I went to St. Louis for... Uh, for a, a wrestling event a few years back. Uh, we didn't get to experience the city the way that I experienced it then. But yeah. but the fans were, were gracious. Everybody was, when we walked around, we did a whole lap around the stadium before the game, and everybody was just, you know, having a great time. They were happy football was back in their city. So to see football in that city again was amazing. Uh, I was really looking forward to having that, to them having another game as well. I think they were looking to have like 60,000 fans in that stadium. I and mean, that's a lot of people for an XFL game specifically uh, to be there. But but then um, the coronavirus hit. The COVID-19 pandemic uh, is still going on today. Uh, and the league had to stop. After five weeks, uh, the league ended. Me and Allen quickly became one of the few uh, contracted resources at that moment in time. Uh, in the sense that we were still providing a new content, right? The league had very little new content to go with after the season stopped, so we kind of, you know, made a commitment to to be able to provide a better quality show. We did what we could, you know, at, at, you know, with editing, uh, with planning, uh, things like that. Uh, it was a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, an hour show could take forty hours outside of that hour of recording that you get to listen to or watch on YouTube. Um, But then um, Alan and I had a vision of something we wanted to do. And it was an episode where we kind of broke down every single week and built stories. And it's available there. It's our last episode. It um, It was a lot of fun because we basically... Told a story of every single episode I'm sorry every single week in like a five minute video so they're really kind of cool that you can go back and watch them like I said um and we were up I think Alan was up to like five in the morning the night before doing that one I was up until two or three working on that one it was just one of those gratifying episodes that really we put a lot of work into and hindsight being 2020 and being what it is I was kind of kind of glad that was our final episode because we did put so much work into that episode that I'm glad that's the one that lives out there as, hey, what's the newest from these guys? Well, that's what it is. And if you're listening to this on a podcast feed, I appreciate it. One. Two, try to find that episode on YouTube. Uh, it's it's pretty, pretty gnarly. Um, but the next morning, I think something that none of us really saw coming happened. And the league... Uh, suspended day-to-day operations. You know, they did what they did. I don't want to go into what I think is going to happen or what I think happened leading up to those uh, those um, decisions made by the league or by Vince McMahon. That's not kind of what this episode's about. What I just want to talk about is kind of the journey of that show. And when that happened, um, I was sad. I'm not going to pretend like I wasn't. Uh, I was bummed for a couple days. It was on a Friday when we heard that. Um, and and then we went through the weekend. And, and Eddie, think of like something that you love doing, whatever it is. And suddenly it was ripped away from you quickly. And you had no way uh, to kind of fill that hole. At least you had no ideas to fill that hole uh, at that moment in time. It, it was, uh, it hurt. It, it sucked. You know, it sucked the life out of me. I will say that too. And I just had to kind of move forward, but man, you had so much work into that show and then poof, you know, it was kind of gone and it was a struggle for a little bit there. Yeah. Well, it must've sucked, but it looks like you're
0: back. It looks like you're stronger (laughs) than ever.
1: Uh, Back. Yes. Stronger than ever. We'll see. Um, But you know, going through that time, you reflect and you kind of do what I'm doing now and you, talk about all the work you that did you that went into that show everything that you put in and, and all the the thank yous right you know I gotta say thank you to Alan Jake and Vince you know for that journey that we did uh, to, to, to be where we were to get that show where it was was all four of us really kind of putting in time and effort into what it was we had a patreon for a while. We were making not a lot at all, but it was fun to make extra content and to talk to people directly who were extra passionate about the XFL and what could happen and what they could do to actually um, make this a success. And then, um, you know, it also starts at the top. Like I said, Oliver Luck gracious with his time all the time. I think I talked to him five times throughout the entire season i mean throughout the build-up in the season so he was a lot of fun to talk to a great guy uh, jeffrey pollock as well a smart man uh doing what he's doing now especially to try to get this league back i you know can't do anything but appreciate what he's doing and what he's done for us um you know steph and at, at hq and she helped immensely to grow that show with with um, her passion, she said she listened to us every single week while she was making lunches for her kids, so appreciate that. Uh, Sam Schwartz,ing Eric Alko, Doug Whaley, Justin, uh, all those guys were always gracious with their time, and, and we talked to them many times. And Sam, I want to say I talked to him about football for hours in Vegas when we were there. He he was making the rounds. He built an entire league, so kudos to him. He He did a great job, put a lot of effort in uh Eric Galco and his scouting, he found players, great players for that league. There was a lot of great players that came out that are now going to be in the NFL. Doug and Justin, uh they they put in a lot of effort into those rules. So they were, you know, really gracious with their time. And then when it came to actually the podcast and putting us on, you know, the website and and, and getting the content out there, you know, Fred and and Steveland, they they helped us with um with getting the show rolling, getting it up there, getting as much content as possible. So I really can't say thank you enough to them, the entire social media teams, the content teams, all the media relation teams um, from all the teams uh, really helped us because we had interviews every single week with either players or coaches. You know, we talked to Pep Hamilton. I talked to Coach Moss. uh, We talked to basically every single coach, I want to say, too, uh, at some point during the entire season or build up to it. Uh, so that was kind of nice. Uh, and then personally, you know, the Wildcats, they op- they welcomed me with open arms. Eddie, you kind of went with me to some of those games as my uh, quote-unquote photographer um, <laughs> to, to, to capture you know? as much as we could. And it was kind of think- nice because you saw how nice they were. You know, Heather, it starts with Heather, obviously, and then you had um, Steve and, and Lisa was a huge help. She, uh, me and her, you know, we were in constant communication all the time, so she was always... Uh, helping me get players and stuff, but they really welcomed me with Open Arms Haley. She offered to do like Photoshop images for us. You know, this was before, you know, way before um, we were even thought about being, you know, kind of part of the league as an official podcast. So, really, that team helped me at least, you know, kind of get. Kind of broke, me. Eddie. You know me. You know you know who I am. You know how I am. I, I'm not the most. I'm an outgoing guy, but when it comes to things that I'm not comfortable with, I kind of shut down, uh, and and I need that kind of like boost. You've seen it. That's why I always bring you with me because I need that kind of guy to like help me get up there. Um, yeah. The Wildcats themselves really helped to make it easy with what they were able to do and 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 help me kind of you know get out of my skin a little bit there. So I really thank them a lot. They think I'm thankful for them so much. I'm sure I missed I miss some names out there, but you guys uh, were all thank you. So, thank you to all you who helped build that show. And then, here we are. I'm here with Justin Some BS. Uh, what's next f- in terms of the, the XFL show? Quite frankly, I don't know. Uh, none of us really know. I, I think there are so many question marks with this league. Uh, you know, people are asking why haven't we done any more shows? Why... What is there really to talk about? And I mean that sincerely and honestly. Like, the, the, yes, there are things to talk about, but right now it's speculation. And, and we focus so much on trying to get that league off the ground that when it's not a prospective show at this moment in time, it's just hard to kind of say, ooh, what is Vince McMahon doing? Or what is, you know, this doing? Or that. It, there's plenty of people out there who are doing that, and, and I appreciate what they're doing. I just, to me, and I think to Alan as well, um, really didn't see a, a reason to kind of dig into all this with the XFL because, you know, we're, we're fans. We're, we're fans of that of the league. We're fans that got to do a podcast with the league hand in hand, and, and, and we want to stay that way. We don't want to kind of talk about all the things that are happening now uh, because really there's just too much uncertainty, and I think it's the biggest question of all time for the XFL is what's going to happen next, and we don't know. Um, I think Alan and I are committed if, and when the league comes back, I think we'll, we'll continue on with what we were doing and kind of move forward with that. Uh, we have some other projects going on. Alan has a a nice little podcast company he's trying to build. And here I am doing podcasts, you know, wherever I can, Eddie, you and I are going to try to do some more here and there. We work tightly we've known each other for how many years now, 20 years, I think. Uh, give or take give or take some 20 years. So we're going to be chatting it up a little bit on some other episodes on this show and maybe even a different show as well. So really um, when it comes down to it, my personal thoughts on the XFL, you know, like I mentioned, I was traveling the country covering football. Um, I was living the dream in that sense, because I got to do something that I loved and didn't mind doing it. It was when I went to the draft, I hadn't worked that hard in anything. In anything in 10 years. I, I, I honestly could not remember the last time I worked that hard, but I had so much fun. I mean, I was doing a 16 hour day for that draft. I was there, for, I was one of the first people there. We were one of the first people to leave. We went back and did more work at the hotel, and then we did it all over the next day. And really, it was just um, a lot of fun. And, and being able to do something that's saying that if you do what you love, what is it, Eddie? It's if, if you if you do what you love for work, then you'd never work a day in your life, something like that, right? Uh, it holds it's true. Cute. I don't, I don't want to get too cliche on here, <laughs> but but it's true, right? I, I, I was having so much fun. Uh, you know, the wife was super supportive in that sense that she, you know, took care of the baby while I went to St. Louis and took care of um, the house while I had to do, you know, days, you know, Mondays and Thursdays were our big record days, and those were the days that I would spend all day getting ready for that show, and and she would take care of the, the baby, and and kind of let me do my thing, and I really appreciate anything, and I'm thankful to her for that, and and you know my trips to St. Louis, Houston, Connecticut, I had trips, I had a plans to go to the championship game as well. Um, it it, it was it was one of the greatest uh, moments of my life being able to go to those different cities and cover football, and and hopefully at some point I get to do it again. Maybe I'll bring you along this time. Eddie, who knows? But uh, it was still a, a great time, and I, and I hope that the league succeeds for whatever is going on now, the filings and all those things, and people are keeping up with it. I keep up with it. Um, but right now there's just too many question marks, I think, to continue a show that's dedicated to trying to help build a league. Uh, and I think for the time being, uh, the right choice is kind of to stand back and let this thing play out and see what happens, and hopefully at some point... Um, Alan, Jake, Vince, and I uh, can can get back into your uh podcast feed and really uh kind of try to bring you the the, the good side of what the league uh, had to offer because I know there was a lot of positives from my side and I hope that those come back once again. So that was the show. Kind of my timeline. I just literally broke down two and a half years worth of work into about thirty minutes. I don't know how you feel about that. If I did a good job on uh, it. But that was kind of what I was my goal was.
0: Yeah, I guess the show, I mean, this episode, instead of being just some BS, maybe just a lot of BS. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just,
1: um, well it was it job. was ideally what this show will be is just a little bit of me and more about some other things. And hey, maybe it is more about me and just doing uh different things. I don't want them to make this a life story or my opinion on stuff. That's not what I'm here to give. I'm just here to kind of give you guys insight and stories of different things that maybe you didn't know you'd have interest in, and that's why that's why I'm here. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button if you want to, please. It's right there. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, we'll have some more guests. I'm planning on bringing on some of the friends that I've made uh, from uh, the XFL show onto this show to talk about many other things, not just the XFL, because really the XFL for a lot of these people was just a moment in time. Uh, there's a lot to give um from those people so we'll see how that f- unfolds eddie uh you and i have another show that's gonna be happening pretty soon uh we'll get yeah. into that at some point that'll be a lot of fun <laughs> no, you're gonna have to pay a lot of uh
0: monopoly dollars to hear that
1: yeah it's it's free i mean i, don't, I haven't told eddie but it's gonna be free um so that'll be a lot yeah. of fun to do that one and just look out you know we'll see where we end up we'll see what ends up happening Uh, with this show with the XFL show with anything that we all do but hopefully if you enjoy this enough uh, you'll hit that subscribe button and stick around and and we'll chit chat some more maybe even have uh, some of you listeners on as well Uh, if you have any ideas you have any thoughts you want to talk my DMs are open on Twitter at and I'm Bryant um, that's A-N-D I am Bryant with a T at the very end Uh, but that's it that was it for my first episode Eddie I don't know how I feel about this but it was a I think it's what I wanted. I don't know. I have to go back and listen. Do you ever listen to yourself after a show? I don't know. I do sometimes.
0: That'd be Uh, better, right? Yeah, I I usually trash it the episode after I'm done. Is
1: that why you've been working on the same podcast for so long? I mean,
0: I've been on episode one at least 52 times. So,
1: (laughs) working hard on it. Oh, Eddie. Well, thank you very much, sir, for sticking around, listening to me kind of uh, BS my way through uh, what was a two and a half year stint of my life but at least this point hopefully we can close the door and move forward uh, with what life has to offer next Uh, so eddie thank you very much for sitting there and listening to me rant for a little bit i am your host brian Solorzano, uh, or the bs in just some bs